Welcome to Mirror Fitness, the official podcast of Great Lakes Stainless, episode 40. This is Paul, Mike, and Trav, and how are you now? Not so bad, and you? Not so bad. Letter Kenny. Yeah. yeah. So, you guys, uh, all you listeners will understand that when you listen to the episode. Uh, we had Ty Schmidt on from Norte, uh, talking about the uh, youth, uh, basically activity, walking and cycling, uh, nonprofit we've got here in town, all the good work they're doing. Uh, and I believe Mike and Travis have quite a bit more experience with Norte than I do because you guys are both bike riders and I have yet to, uh, to join the, the glory of the bike riding hobby. Um, We're going to get you in spandex. Um, you, you don't need to get me on a bike to get me in spandex. <laughs> just, just ask. Just, just come just to your ask. 6 p.m. aerobics class. <laughs> you put on by yourself in yeah. the basement. Uh, yeah. He's uh, in the mirror. There's no loose clothing in jazzercise. No, no <laughs> jazzercise. Oh, what about prancer size? Yeah, prancer size. Prancer size. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No, it works. Yeah. Work on my dance moves, getting the heart rate up at the same time. It's win-win. Well, <laughs> not if you're watching. <laughs> Not if you're watching. <laughs> for me, it is. Not for anyone else. So, no, it was a really good one. Um, and actually, the sound quality turned out a lot better than I thought. We went over to the Norte Clubhouse over at the Civic Center. Um, it's not the you know recording studio that is Mike's office, uh, but we made do. But, yeah, there was, like, whatever, furnace running. There was some was a pump and stuff. But we were kind of yeah, I mean, here we got the, uh, the sound-absorbing, you know, oriental carpets. And, yeah. Yeah. You know. Woven wall hangings. So, uh, but no, it, it was it was fine. It, I could hear. I just finished actually editing it, and um, I didn't have to do a whole lot. It was a really good conversation. Sound was really good, even with that pump running and, and the furnace every now and then. Yeah, Ty's really fine. got those. Uh, it was fine. His people under his thumb because he said shut up and man, yeah. they were pretty yeah. quiet. We're recording. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they can see the fear in their eyes. Exactly. You know True. I mean? Totally. Yes. One peed a little. Really. <laughs> I wasn't going to point it out. Who wants about the it. spot rolling on the khakis? Yeah. I don't want to peep out at any of you. Yeah. 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 One word out of you. Yeah. Out of here. So, no, yeah, it was, it was good. Really good conversation. Uh, so, we learned all about what Norte is, what they do. Uh, how have you guys been involved with Norte? I haven't been involved nearly as much as Mike. I mean, well, I've, he's uh, got Travis, so Travis is regularly got, passed by young kids yeah, clad in orange on the bike trail. <laughs> exactly. Oh, as am I. Those kids are wicked fast. Yeah, yeah. that's but, where uh, I know I'm from. It's like, oh, there goes those Norte kids again. Yeah, it's, it's just, right. Yeah. When he thinks of Norte, immediately the words that come to mind are on your left. Exactly. Get out of the way, old man. Yeah. Yeah. You're 40 now? Oh. Yeah, I'm climbing up a hill sounding like I'm about to die. I've got tunnel vision and like <laughs> six, six, 14 through 12, you know, 12 through 14 year old yeah. kids that blow by me like nothing. Right, you know. And all you yeah. do is appreciate the breeze. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> you just, I, tell, I always tell them, keep up the good work. Keep it up, guys. Yeah. You're doing good. <laughs> Don't mind me. Oh, just go right. to the cardiac arrest over here on a bicycle. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And they're like, how's it feel going up a hill for once, old man? Yeah. <laughs> You can just hear, you can just hear on the breeze. You're not relevant anymore. Exactly. Oh, well, good. So yeah. no, and my kids have been involved. They've done yeah. the bike camps. They've, uh, you know, been leaders of the bike camps. They've done some of the leadership things, um, and so it's been a great experience for us having our kids in there. Really nice. Taught them a lot of biking. Got them into it. You know, nice. really. Yeah, it was the possibility to biking, you know, biking around town. I think without without uh, without that, yeah, um, I don't think we'd 
have biked around, you know, nearly as much as we do now in the summertime. I mean, it's so much faster from where you live. Take your bike into town. I mean, yep. you get to where you're going, almost without exception, faster on a bike God, than in a car. I don't like that we live in a place where that's starting to be true. Because I don't like people. I hate people. So the less people, the better for me. But is what it is. I mean, I'm well, that really, first, I mean, driving down to the Civic Center, that was the first trip into town in a couple of years, right? For me, actually, <laughs> I'm trying. No, honestly, I'm trying to think. The last time I was in downtown, and the last time I drove by, because we went by West Bay, and man, those yeah. those waves were nuts. I saw yeah. a bunch of pictures on the news of you know breaking on the walls and oh, yeah, the right. shut down. Yeah, and the, yeah, Pencil Drive shut down. Yeah, that's right. That's nuts. But yeah, there was nasty, nasty waves out there. So, yeah, I'm trying to think. I didn't go to Cherry Fest this past year. And I don't. I just don't have the opportunity or the really. It's just too many people. I don't know. I'm a misanthrope. That's why my uh, one thing I really like about my township is that they require you have a maximum of what is it? You have one household per ten acres. That's it. You can't have more than that. So everybody in my township has at least ten acres. So we're all spread out. I've See, seen ten acres. Fucking nice. Yeah. Yeah, living in a sub, how's that? <laughs> That's kind of a sub. Yeah. I mean, it's technically a sub that I live in. Very old sub. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, we looked at the plat maps. That thing was recorded a long time ago. Was a it? long time ago. Why is it called plat map, not plot map? I know we're sounding like we're in another episode of Seinfeld, but why isn't it a plot map? I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Anyway. Anybody knows, write in. Mirror finish at greatlakestainless.com. Speaking of that, friend of the show and former GLS employee, Kevin Adams, who's up in uh, Alaska now, he wrote in, because uh, we were talking about um, Lake M Brewery mm-hmm. uh, on, I'm trying to remember which podcast that was. With uh, Josh from Gorbenzi. Josh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're talking about Lake M Brewery, and um, right next door is uh, the Stone Oven. Yeah. We've Which I've heard a lot of great things about. There are a few times. Whenever I go to Lake Ann Brewery, that's where you get food. Yeah, and I remember you telling me, like, you can order there and they'll, will they yeah. bring it out to you? Or you there's no, a, you, a, you have a little uh, beeper type oh, thing right, the restaurants right. have. So you can take that out back when you're sitting outside at Lake Ann Brewery, and it goes off and you just go up to the window and pick your food up. Perfect. It's, it's a great setup. Uh, so I guess his brother owns it. Oh, well. And all his siblings work there. I was saying they bought the place back in 2012, put a big addition on it. Um, and yeah, he was talking. He's talking about what you just said, how the brewery and them uh, work mm-hmm. together. So uh, they really focus on fresh food. They don't even have a freezer, I guess. Just a big walk-in cooler, so there's nothing frozen, always fresh. So if you get a chance, get over to Lake Ann, the Stone Oven, and right. stop by next door, Lake Ann Brewery, grab a beer. If they make enough money, they'll bring uh, Mr. Adams back for a sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I'll bring him back. Maybe I feel like back. this podcast is, should just be called Conversations with Kevin. He's the only email we've gotten. Conversations yeah, with Kevin. Good for you, Kevin. Yeah. 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 Right, Where's thanks. all our other listeners? We've really connected. kept this torch burning a lot longer than I thought it would. <laughs> so, yeah, it supports your support local businesses. So, thanks, Kevin, for writing in. I appreciate that. Are we uh, hiring? Anything on the website right now? We are hiring. Uh, we are currently interviewing for a packaging and shipping assistant. Okay. Um, and a finisher, metal grinding finisher okay. type, uh, metal finisher. Making it pretty. Making it pretty. One of the most important jobs in the company. A lot of skills to learn. Yeah. Uh, so. 
sure. That's if you like uh, make an occasional spark and then end up with a very beautiful product when you're done. Yeah, like I said before, those guys are artists. Mm-hmm. This is unbelievable. I'm I'm kind of hacking my way through some rust repair on my cars, and of course that involves some sanding and polishing and stuff like that. Huh. It's freaking I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of experience. Yeah, that's the first time you go, you look at, you watch those finishers scotch something in, and you're like, well, that doesn't look so hard. They're just, you know, rubbing yeah. the scotch. Yeah, you try to make right. your hands go that straight. Yeah. Right. The end of every stroke, you got a little J hook. J hook on the end, end. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Oh, and then man. You've got like two hours getting it out. Yeah. 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 I think the, the biggest thing I've found with the, uh, painting is that, I um, mean, you know, I'm just doing the rattle cam thing because I'm just fixing the rust spots. I'm not like, trying to, you know, get a whole spray rig and all that. But the transition spots, and I even found like some good tips on you take a piece of paper, fold it over, and tape it, and so you've got like this, it's not this line, like if you actually yeah. taped it, it's yeah. this gradual, you know, from the new to the old, still, and you still see the transition, and it pisses me off, because when you put your hands over the transition, it actually looks really good, but getting that transition just nice, you know, and that's just, you can't, I don't think you can really, you can teach it to a certain extent. But for the most part, it's just doing it as experience. Mm-hmm. Just like with Neil and Brian and all them guys out there. You, know, like you, you just got to get your those uh, that prancer size lessons. Yeah, uh, just, get the uh, arms implement those out. and get those flowing out. Sure. You know, just that yeah. smooth, fluid motion. Oh, yeah. Maybe a little spandex next time you're painting will help you get in the spirit. And I think spandex probably makes every activity better, doesn't it? Probably spandex, maybe some Madonna playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember we used to, at Opti, we used to kind of. Give uh, Johnny Smyon a little bit of jabs. Oh, um, Johnny Spandex. Yeah, Johnny Spandex. Yeah, yeah. That's what we nicknamed it was Johnny yes. Spandex because he was he was really super into it. Yeah, he still is. Still see is. him out there yeah. a little bit, you know. And uh, but it's again, it's one of those things where like if you're not involved in it, man, it's easy to make fun of it. But then when you get involved and you realize the function, yeah, it's, to make it's you a necessity. look great. Makes you look great. Yeah, it does. I <laughs> yeah. even last year when I started riding, I ripped on everybody for wearing spandex. Did you? Not, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, sure I did. What's your Somebody, problem? I'm like, ah, we're baggy shorts, you know. First time I got a, like an actual race kit, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I see why everybody uses these. It's so much more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. There's freedom of motion. Everything yeah, like that. exactly. Mm-hmm. And what about like, does it wick away sweat, or do you have to get the right kind? Is that part of the function of it? I think the biggest uh, thing is no matter what I wear, I'm bathed in sweat. Uh, so yeah, that's gross. Holds the chamois in place a little bit better. <laughs> Yeah. The chafings, the uh, chafing. less less pl- sure. less unpleasant. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, my ex-wife used to watch Survivor. Yeah, I guess I mean you're not. There's no way to wash your clothes or anything like that. And so I it happened to be on. I didn't watch it. I have like moral issues with that show. But that's another podcast. All right. You know, like Mike says, I'm like super laid back until I'm not. <laughs> and it's the stupidest things that make me mad. It could be a huge crisis, and I'm like, all right, we're gonna get through this. It'll be fine. And then just some dumb bullshit, and I'm, I'm just like, lose it. Come unglued. Anyway, but yeah, they were saying, like, uh, that's one of the biggest issues the contestants were saying. Because it was like the uh, the post-win show, and they were talking about their experiences. Like, actually, it's a chafing. It sucks. It's really bad. You have no place to really wash it. You, have, you don't have, like, baby powder or anything to treat it. So you just kind of deal with it. Tough luck, man. Yeah. <laughs> what funny? Yeah. Callous up. That's right. Tell us up. <laughs> yeah. oh. Anyway. All right. So, uh, yeah, um, if you want to reach out to us again, Mirror Finish at GreatLakesStainless.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. The website is GreatLakesStainless.com. And, of course, if you really want to help us out, 
subscribe, rate, and review us. Really important to jack us up in the lists. Uh, so you guys have anything else? Oh, no, I do. Contact information for Norte. Can't forget that. Um, so we did talk a little bit about the origin of the name and how it's actually Spanish for North, which most people up here wouldn't get. No. Doesn't surprise me. Um, but the website, <laughs> it's, it's, it's keeping in the Spanish theme, the website is elgrupo-norte.org. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I love it. Uh, the clubhouse number, if you want to call them up, is 231-883-2404, and they are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to send them any kind of written correspondence, the address is Norte, P.O. Box 781, Traverse City, Michigan, 49685. You can always stop by the Civic Center, uh, the clubhouse over there. They're open from 9 to 5 on weekdays. So I'll throw that in the show notes, too. Um, and, yeah, check them out. They're a really good organization. Ty's really passionate. Talked about how not only um, he unfortunately doesn't get to do as much of the writing and, and that stuff anymore, but he's making up for it with uh, pushing uh, Norte's uh, ad- advocacy uh, in other ways, mm-hmm. uh, more administrative ways like township meetings and things like that. Of course, that stuff needs to happen. You know, it's not just it's not just all uh, fun and games and, and with with nonprofits and charities and, and you can't always do the fun stuff. You got to do the other stuff too, and it's all part of it. So, all right. Uh, well, fun fact: El Grupo Norte is actually Spanish for the Grupo Norte. That's good. Did you take Spanish in high school. The yeah. Grupo Norte. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. semester of uh, semester. Spanish, grade. Okay. I know. I didn't know that. That's thanks for uh, thanks the, for the speaking. Grupo up. Norte. The Grupo Norte. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah. L'association. Association. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The, the Bicicleta del Norte. Yeah. Well, he, what did he say? He, was, uh, he went to French immersion school, didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Canada? Yeah. It's interesting. Think well, they like French, do you think they had French dressing, like at every meal? It's probably just called the and dressing. French bread. It's probably just called dressing, yeah. Dressing and, dressing and bread. And bread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is French bread. Bread. Yeah. And oh, everybody, bread. all the teachers drove Parisians. Parisians. Yes. Wow. Pontiac That's a good Parisians. call. That's a good call back to the yeah. drive over there. <laughs> no, yeah, that must have oh, been uh, that must have been really interesting though. Speaking a language at home and then going to school and speaking a completely different language. Yeah. Should we just, just uh, get that going here? Do it here? Yeah. We'll yeah, language. state that here. Uh, Greek. I was thinking German. German is better. I'll sound like we have the flu. Schnell! All the time. Schnell! <laughs> Schnell! <laughs> I just want video of you giving speeches in German. That's all I want. Oh, yeah. You get your real animated, too. <laughs> nice. I mean, yeah, throw your arms right. everywhere. I mean, you know. They're far from Nugan and Schnell! Fischbachner! Pound in the podium! In the Reichstag! I can imagine in, in Dan's office, he just have a button whenever you walk in. He just pushes the button and it goes, nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah. All right. Well, here's episode 40 with Ty from Norte.
Well, I know Ty's listened to a few episodes of the podcast because <laughs> yeah. I, I made the mistake the of accepting a ride in my truck yeah. and I made oh. him listen to me talk the entire way there. Uh, well, which ones? <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was, it was, it was last year, a year ago, Baird Law. So. It was Baird Law, yeah. It was funny. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, I'd like it. Conversational, not too serious. And oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. that's what. It yeah. is. So what? Uh, what'd you go down to Cadillac for? Uh, bear claw. Oh, no, okay. I think it was a pre-ride. On that I don't one. think so. Or was it the race? No, that's it was race day. It was the race. Yeah, that's right. Nice. Yeah. I'm gonna right. turn that. Over. I'm gonna turn the furnace off. Okay. I mean, and then, and again, then, I can edit it out. Can you? Yeah, yeah. I'm no need for anyone to freeze. Oh, you're like that's a professional fine. sound engineer. Or you can edit out the furnace. Uh, sure. I'll Over our voices? I'll Google it. Let yeah. me just turn it off. It's fine for like, what, like 20 minutes. Just... Ty, Ty, Ty and I share the same confidence in your editing skills. <laughs> I don't blame you. Eh. <laughs> he doesn't look like he's going to get it. I don't yeah, know. I don't believe <laughs> he, he looks relatively confident. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. The <laughs> same thing Ty thinks when somebody says, I could probably keep up. <laughs> okay. Let me help you. Uh-huh. All right, so why don't you introduce yourself and tell us what Norte is all about. Uh, my name is Ty Schmidt, co-founder, director of, of Norte. Norte is a uh, walk-bike advocacy group here in Grand Traverse region uh, that is youth-focused and, and youth-centered. So we do lots of things. Uh, we administer Safe Routes to School programs at, at several schools, uh, yeah, administer a, a youth mountain bike team and a youth leadership council, and, and just trying to make this town even, even better. Uh-huh. When did it start? Uh, Norte started in 2013 uh, when my wife and I decided to do it without really having any idea that it was going to grow into a, an organization like this. It was just basically trying to get uh, more kids biking to Easton Elementary, uh, okay. which is a neighborhood school here in Traverse City. Okay. And um, how did you get the word out initially? How did we get the word out? Uh, you know, because we, we didn't ask permission, right? We didn't ask the schools, like, hey, could, is it okay if we ride our bikes to school? So I think um, initially it was just in the neighborhood, so Oak Park neighborhood, and I uh, started with five kids, then 10, then 15, and that was a bit of a wake-up call, like, hey, kids want to do this. They want to be able to, you know, get to school with their buddies and have fun doing it. And uh, so we made friends with, with other families um, at the in-town schools here in Traverse City. They started bike trains. And then, you know, uh, it kind of, uh, it does its own job. Like, it's visible because, like, they're on streets. Uh, and people see it, and they're like, what's this? And, and that's how it, that's how we started uh, getting the word out. Okay. And you said it's youth-focused. Are there, can adults also be members? Yeah, totally. We don't, we don't discriminate okay. on age. Because I know you guys are. Yeah, and it's something that uh, we, you know, right now all of our programs are youth programs, um, but we, we do think all ages, all abilities should have, uh, you know, the, the right to be able to get the places they need to go. So uh, while we don't have a, a dad mountain bike team right now, I think <laughs> when you get dads and moms on bikes, really, then, then you get whole communities on bikes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know GLS has helped out uh, quite a bit with, with Norte. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Or the, I've seen. That's the pump here <laughs> at the clubhouse. <laughs> no, it's, it's one of the quirks here at the old, uh, on location here at the Grand Traverse yeah. County uh, Civic Center. We used to be there, the old Zamboni uh, room when the bubble was out here. So oh, really? There's all sorts of quirks. Oh. It's small. Uh, How'd they get the Zamboni? But, Moni, but look, if you look, there's a line here. Yeah. That, um, there's an overhead oh. door. Right there. There's an overhead door. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's quirks like that. And I, I've, we've been here two years now, and I don't even hear it. <laughs> yeah, it just blends into the background. Well, that was, yeah. a, that was a weird sure. thing when we moved into our new offices. I don't know if you... Were you here 
Yeah. 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 When we were in the old ones. In the old ones, but yeah. we moved into the new offices because the old ones were built out into the shop and there's just drywall between you and the shop. So yeah. it wasn't overly loud, but when we moved in the new ones, it was like yeah. deathly quiet. Yeah. Eerily quiet. Eerily really. quiet. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. yeah. But this, this, I preferred the term the library. I think the morgue got more the, traction. This yeah. is not the library. the library. Right. This is not. Yeah. It's like we're in a public park, so it's constantly people, you know. Coming in, like, where's the bus, or where's this, yeah, or what's going, or how do I get it, you know, but it, it, it's it's great, and it's also, um, you know, some patience, you know, just yeah. to, because... Well, it is, it's a great location, I mean, here in the yeah. park, centrally yeah. located for everybody, it's a great, mm-hmm. yeah. in my opinion, great location. Yeah, so you got a little shop over there that's, you know, perfect. Dude. Well, yeah, yeah, and I'm sure you noticed the Great Lakes Stainless pegboard, toolboard, I mean, that's something that, right. I, I don't even know what I'm... Up bike, and... Oh, yeah, yeah up, yeah. up, I mean, it's so, and that... Mike came in and measured, um, I'm like, I'm going to help Ty, and he comes with his tape measure, and I'm like, what? I didn't really know what he was going to do, and then he shows up and installs it, and um, like, the, the clubhouse is no longer like a clubhouse, it's like high-end, like, you know, <laughs> like, you know bike space, you know, and... To be clear, I, I did show up, but Rob and Dan, let's <laughs> <laughs> be 100% clear, I might have had right. a san- ceremonial attempt at holding up a corner or something. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, we just uh, we just got done doing a few adjustable height tables. That, uh, if you guys are interested, we got experience. Yeah, experience no, with those it, now. It's great. We um, have. I uh, see you're picking around the corner. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> like if you're interested. Let's go. All right, adjustable table. Yeah. That's right. So, so um, you said you and your wife started it. Is was biking specifically something you were always interested in? Is that why? Yeah. That's the focus. Yeah, I mean, I think like all of us, we grew up riding bikes as kids. I don't, sure. I don't know where you you grew up, but I got fond memories of, of doing that back home, and you know, and, and getting to high school, getting my driver's license, kind of falling away, driving, and then back in college, you know, getting back into it because you know it's cheap, you know, it's affordable, it's yeah. cars are expensive, and. As a physical therapist, you know, health and just how we get around, I think, dictates how we live. And, sure. Um, and, and I'm not anti-car, uh, I, but I think there's a place for people to get around on their bikes. And, and when we build cities, neighborhoods around that, that idea, I think we all win. And, like, 8th Street's a great example of, of um, everybody getting along, you know, and having places that, that families can do it. And if you can't, if, it, if the infrastructure isn't good for a 10-year-old, then it's really not good for anybody. And, mm-hmm. Um, so that's a good example, and but we also embrace walking. So like Norte sure. is, used to be youth cycling. We've dropped the youth and dropped the cycling because we're trying to, you know, embrace that. You know, walking is perfectly normal. <laughs> oh yeah. If you have the time. Yeah. And, and so like we pushed hard for, uh, you know, the the Parkway cross lights, uh, you know, uh, to the to the bay. Uh, you know, we pushed hard for sidewalks in the Traverse Heights neighborhood. So, um, but bikes I think are awesome. You know, I I, I ride my bike every day. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and actually, that's uh, kind of why we're on location here. Um, you shot me an email because uh, the weather is not good today at all, and you don't drive. So, what I wanted to ask: what led up to this, the, the decision to not have a driver's It wasn't license a great. Honestly, it wasn't a, a great decision. Looking back on <laughs> okay. it, and my wife, my, uh, right. my wife hates it, and okay. um, but. Um, when I moved here from Arizona, again, I'm cheap, and, I, and I'll mention this several times, but when we moved back here from Arizona, um, I was like, God, this, I, we bought a house on Washington Street. Work is a mile and a half away, the sure. library, the store. I'm like, I don't need a driver's license. I'm just going to go and get a state ID card because I thought it would save me a lot of money. turns out it was like four bucks cheaper than a driver's license. Oh, okay. And now my license has expired in Arizona, and 
thank God I got a patient wife and 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 friends like yourself who will come to me. Sure. Um, but it's um, yeah, 13 years I haven't driven. Wow. So, okay. Um, that's not to say I don't sit in cars. Oh sure. And it's I'm, it's a bit of a, a pain in the ass for my wife, and I and I try to acknowledge that. And and maybe 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 I will still get my license. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. So has there ever been times like you've experienced any big challenges because of? Oh, all the time. Yeah. You okay. know, I mean, I have kids. You know, just yeah. think about getting around with with kids. But I think a lot of it too is provides opportunity to say no to certain things. Like I am not, you know, I am not driving to East Middle every day after school mm-hmm. uh, because I just don't want to. And so, and then ha- not having a license really makes that easier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Free yeah. you from some obligations you'd rather not have. Yes, yeah, so like yeah, a meeting out that. in, uh, you know, uh, East Bay Township. I, I wish I could, but um, it's too far to bike. Um, so, but again, it does, uh, you know, I, I'm not, I, I'm considering still getting a license. Okay. Still yeah. on the table yeah. so I don't get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> so now during the winter also. In the winter, also. Okay. And I think this town does a phenomenal. I grew up in Canada, and I tell oh, you, like okay. it is super easy. This town makes it incredibly easy to get around town on a bike mm-hmm. in the winter because they they plow everything. Yeah. Like six in the morning. And again, I live three blocks from work, and so that's that nice. that's the key, right? I don't live. But that was a decision. We way overpaid in 06 when we came here and bought, but we made a decision like we're gonna live close to things. Yeah. And and that's good and bad, right? I mean, taxes are high, privacy is crappy, mm-hmm. you know, people breaking into cars, you know. But but you can also uh, get yourself to places you need to go. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, relatively easily any mm-hmm. time of the year. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you grew up? You were born and grew up in Canada? Yeah, born in uh, actually Saskatchewan, New York, okay. Saskatchewan. Uh, born and raised in small town Dauphin, Manitoba, eight thousand people, farming town in the prairies. Yeah. Uh, left to go to school in the states. Uh, and, and went to school uh, in, in Grand Forks in North Dakota. And then once, I didn't realize this, but once you get educated in the States, uh, there's the woodpecker again. You <laughs> basically stay in the States. Okay. And, and so now I've been in, in the U.S. longer than I was back home. Oh. But I'm glad to be here. You know, like what a, what a, what a, I mean, moving to Traverse City, uh, best move of my life. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, so you spent some time in Arizona too? Yeah, it's a long story. But anyways, I, 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 I was <laughs> sick and tired of the cold, yeah. you know, in North Dakota, Manitoba, Drive as far south as possible. Spend nine years in the desert. Meet my wife there. But I mean, you went. You did go further south. I mean, you were in North Dakota. So I mean, yes, five hours. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Grand Forks, like balmy. Yeah, yeah you know. Grand Forks. But Grand Forks is brutal. I is mean, it, it, yeah. those are five rough. Like I will never complain about a winter here, mm. ever, compared yeah. to those five years there. And then the yeah. wind and it whips. And I remember walking to class and like this sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, get tired yeah. of the cold. Go to the desert. Meet Johanna, uh, uh, have a kid. She grew up in in Leland, oh, okay. and and so uh, we wanted to move back to be closer to her family. Never heard of Traverse City, never been to Michigan. But again, best move of my life. Thank God she's not from yeah, uh, yeah. Toledo. Nothing against Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not no, they could have been part of the state, but you know <laughs> yeah, that didn't work out for them. Yeah. So. yeah. No, it didn't. Yeah. So you're from a small town in Canada. I have to ask, have you seen Letterkenny? Letterkenny? Yeah. I, I know it's a Canadian, based on a Canadian show, right? Okay. I mean, yeah. it's a show based on a Canadian family, and I have not. Okay. But I, 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 it is popular, isn't it? Yeah, it's getting more popular. Yeah, I've, never, I've never seen it either, but I saw, there was something on Instagram, so I saw some, and I can't really tell what it is, some clips that were 
but they were all really quick cuts. Like yeah, and and that's, that, that's kind of the, one of the nature. One of the part of the show is really like quick back and forth dialogue. It's okay, it. but yeah, it's it's based on a, a fictional small farming town, I think in Ontario. But they, so, yeah, they, yeah. The, the one I saw, they had a counter runner for how many times they said Canada Goose. <laughs> yeah. Canada Goose. Canada Goose. Yeah. Canada Goose. It's Canada Goose. So it's I think it's a very specific. Type of humor, like okay. you can either love it or hate it. Yeah. I just didn't know being from Canada. If you had yeah, it's funny. Like I, I used to be all in touch with politics and current happenings up there. Now I've, I've, you know, I don't even follow, you know, the Canadian hockey teams anywhere, which is, you know, almost blasphemous. We can edit. Yeah, we can edit. My mom's like, what? Yeah, right. We can edit. We can edit that out for the folks back home. We'll release a Canadian version. Yeah, with that part missing. RCMP won't come for you. I love the Winnipeg Jets. Go Jets, go. Uh, there you go. The uh, maple syrup mafia will be on their way. Yeah, but that is a great town. I mean, great, you know, just a hockey town and tight knit, and 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 I still got great. All my best friends are high school friends, and mm-hmm. I don't, I do not go. I try to go up there in in late spring because oh. it's just, you know, it's like winter and then bugs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I forget, and I forget that, you know. Like again, we're there's no bugs in Traverse City. Relatively, yeah, relatively, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, relatively, um, yeah. But there, you can't go outside with like layers of heat, sure. you know, and sure. full on clothes. But like to mosquitoes or black flies, both, or, yeah, nasty, yeah. you know. And I and it's something like you know, but they're just tough folk and they don't complain. Sure. And they just got dumped on this past week mm-hmm. uh, with yeah. snow up there. Yeah, did. Brothers, like no big deal, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just start shoveling, eh? Yeah. Yeah. That's October. What else do you expect? Okay, so how many times when you tell people you're from Canada around here, do they start trying to do a Canadian accent? Well, uh, they start like they start they start fun. talking about yeah, like or you know, a and or then they start talking about cities in Ontario, which I never, I don't even know Ontario. Like we would always, oh, yeah. you know, we would always go west. You know, we would always go to Alberta, and Banff, and. You know, oh, that's in, that's in funny because I do know uh, about where you're talking about, but I still was tempted to be like, "Oh, is that by Toronto? <laughs> yeah, right. Toronto? Is that, is that in that Ontario? Toronto? Yeah. yeah, by the Sioux. Toronto, or is that closer by, to the Sioux? The Sioux, yeah, yeah. right. Um, <laughs> and I have like literally been to Ontario like twice, sure. twice in my life. Sure. Um, but again, it's pretty close. I mean, it, again, it's 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 good people. It's you know tight knit. It's uh, you know the culture is very similar, although different. You know, and I think it's something that. Um, you know, I miss I miss coming back home, but I'm not complaining. I mean, I'm still I get I'm a dual citizen, so I get to yeah. I get to vote and and do all those things too, and pay yeah. t- you know pay taxes. So I'm not illegal. Yeah. Good, well, good, good to know. Good to know. Good to know. This is being recorded. This is American. We've got an obligation to report. See something, say something. He told me he was into curling. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's curling. Curling's hot. Curling hot. I mean, yeah, didn't there a team that started up around here? Yeah. Well, season? there's like All multiple over. ranks going. And they're in. killing I don't it. Know what the... They're killing it. I yeah. mean, and back home, like curling, that was a varsity sport, and people mm. took it super serious. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I think I, I look at what they're doing. It's like I see, like, because here at the Civic Center, there's big softball leagues, and which is great. But like that's softball leagues is curling leagues back home. Like it's. Gotcha. Beer. Okay. Yeah. It's hanging out. It's a beer drinking sport. It's a beer drinking sport. Oh, yeah. And um, but I, I got great memories of hanging out, watching my dad curl, and just hanging out and running around. It's fun. It Stormblood Brewing. They put in a curl. They have a curling. And then rink. there was Is it a rink? at one point there was uh, yeah. Stormcloud. There was one going in in Maple City. Yeah. There really. Is. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. and they like were doing. I think there was a third one somewhere. I yeah. can't remember. But. Yeah. 
Good for curling. Fun game. Yeah, why not? I, yeah. I'd try. I'd like to try it. Yeah. It looks really interesting. Like yeah. at first, you know, typical American, like, ah, it ain't football. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. no, it looks really interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah, what's that about? A lot of touch, a lot of, lot, of, lot of strategy. And, yeah. um, I need another winter sport. I'm going to look for a curling league. All right. Sure. Winter. Inside. Do it. Yeah. I'm yeah, impressed with it. They've got a great organization. Outside. I mean, they, they uh, and apparently they have good ice. And Anyways, yeah. we, should, we should think about curling. Yeah. Yeah, Maple hmm. City, really? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know which if they've all come to fruition now. I believe it is. Yeah. I think it's called Broomstack, and I believe there's a, a tap room next to it. And uh, I think I'm not right. <laughs> is there that anything up north? There's not a tap room next to it anymore. Yeah. What? Yeah. I said, is there anything up north? There's not a tap room next to it. Yeah, we see Ty's got a tap room going in next to the wheelhouse. We can build your bar tops for you. Yeah, right. Another tap wall. Okay. Um, you were talking before about you don't really follow politics or anything like that or sports. Um, isn't that nice though, kind of? Because I mean, especially right now, things are so divisive and everything. Yeah. Have you found that Norte kind of offers you an escape from that kind of thing? I mean, it's it's a really it's a privilege and an honor to do what I do and make a living. You know, talking about getting kids on bikes. Sure. I mean, are you kidding me? I yeah. mean, it's every day I get to wake up and and do this, and eighty percent of the time it's. It's it's fun. The other twenty percent is okay, you know, as far as funding this organization and being strategic with our resources and okay. and doing good work, you know. But and I again, I, up until five years ago, I've, n- I've never run a nonprofit. Didn't know how nonprofit worked. I had like Google, like how to write a grant, you know. And, mm, you know. Like, yeah, we've had a number of nonprofits on, and I'm always curious, like what is the, yeah. you know, like the um, Women's Resource Center and Girl yeah. Benzi, like asking, you know, what is your you know, just roughly, what's your funding model? You, well, fee it's, for service, yeah. grant, grant and based, I think uh, it, you know, donations, all of the mm-hmm, above is, is mm-hmm. one pulling more weight than the other. Or? We're fortunate to have uh, programs that people are willing to pay to, to participate. And I think that's what makes Norte unique in that basically it can be self-supporting eventually. And eventually I'd like to get away from writing grants because... Grants suck away a lot of the time that we could normally just be doing the work. Yeah. But right now it's about 30% uh, grants, 30%, 40% contributions, individual and corporate, and the rest is uh, fee-for-service. We're going to be around $100,000 in program fees in 19, which three years ago we charged this much, zero. Mm. You know, So like, that was a wake-up call. Like I always thought like nonprofits have to be free, and no one would sign up. People would cancel and blow it off, and then all of a sudden we started charging like, you know, twenty something. It's worth something. Yeah, that's oh, a, okay. that's like um, Robert Carver. something I don't know. He wrote that Rich Dad Poor Dad book. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think I think it's the right guy. I might have the wrong author, but anyway, he did a, a game like cash flow game, a money game, and so most games are like you know thirty or forty bucks, and so that's what he pri- they were doing some testing, and they priced it at like you know forty dollars or thirty dollars. Did some testing, and that's yeah. nobody. Nobody bought it. They're just like, because you know, yeah, it's, it's, no it's kind of a, it has no value. It's, it's like then you're buying it for fun, and it's just not you know money. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, mm-hmm. I want to explode kittens or something. I don't know. <laughs> but then he charged two hundred dollars for it, so like crazy. Because yeah. all of a sudden, like oh, you know, hey, listen, you're getting stuff that's worth some money. Right. So yeah. their actual correct price point for that was two hundred. So that's the same yeah. thing. You know, free programming do any time. But yeah. that took us know, a while to charge. figure out. Oh yeah. You know, right? and um. But we hustle like any other nonprofit, like you know, yeah. Josh at Grow Benzie. I mean, I mean, I look at this town as full of amazing organizations that do incredible work that are just. And our job is to fill gaps. You know, like yeah. we fill gaps between the public and the private sector, and our gap, I think, has been like long overdue. And I, you know, when I started, I was like, "Who's doing this?" And the answer was nobody. And 
uh, I don't know. I think we're in a, in a great position. It's an exciting time because this, this town and this region just keep getting better and better. And our, our job is just to play a small role and 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 improving it even just in a small way. Sure. Mm-hmm. Do you partner with any other nonprofits at this point? All school? of them. All I of mean, them. yeah. I mean, I think like the idea of we're really trying to be collaborative, it's not competing. Ah, right. You know, and thinking mm-hmm. about we all have like-minded goals. We all are, you know, interested in health or. Uh, you know the environment or economic productivity, and I think the idea with with walkability, active living, you know the infrastructure built environment that supports that. I think all of that benefits all the things. You know, from tart to flow to groundwork to grow benzene. You know, um, Norte is unique in that in that we can partner with lots of different sectors, and and government. You know, and, oh, and now now you know municipalities and the city and the county and townships and. Um, right. I was just kind of. Smiling when you said, "Yeah, I'm not involved in politics." I'm like, "Well, I've seen you at a lot of township meetings, yeah, Ty." Yeah. Well, <laughs> so yeah. maybe not national politics, but yeah, yeah. No, but involved in the politics that most affects your life, which is the local. I, yeah, and I think local politics matter. And like yeah. Mike, I, yeah. So we've waded into advocacy, and with that is is messiness. Sure. But again, uh, you know, who is doing it? I'm like, I guess, I guess we'll do this, right? And and because then we're you know less waving our hands, you know. You know, get moving, kids. What's wrong with you? When there's really no safe place to do that. So, uh, okay. so now we're speaking up and advocating for you know safe infrastructure policies yeah. that support that. Yeah. And again, influencing decision makers, going to meetings, writing letters, blah blah blah. You know, yeah. it's um, and it's been it's been great. I mean, I, you know, I got to tag along basically on my on Carter, my son's coattails. You know, we went to that. Uh, yeah, you know, some of those meetings you got the kids involved. Carter and Eller doing the yep. what is it, Explorer Academy or right. something like that yep. on Sundays, and mm-hmm. um, we went to that meeting with uh, who was there, Tart, with, EDA, with the bike share for the bike share, uh, which is still going. Meeting. It's still going, yeah. and that's the thing, like with government, but it's, but it's interesting to be to get in there on some of these discussions on things that are going to be come out publicly, and you know, kind of get an inside look on how they start and, yeah. and what those conversations are, and yeah. Um, you know, all the necessary considerations you have to have. You think, well, let's just have a bike share program. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. you can't. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, sometimes you get frustrated. Ah, oh, government takes forever. Well, that's because there's a lot of constituents that the government has to consider yeah. and answer to, and a lot of things, and, and necessarily so, I would say. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it would be a disaster. Yeah. You just had people pulling the trigger and doing yeah. that, you'd have... But, you know, I've learned I learned a lot every day about that. And I see and I'm in in those meetings. And sometimes like I in the beginning, it was like, I just want to be at the table. And now Norte gets to be at the table. And now I'm like, I need to know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like faking it as we go. But I'm, I'm, you know, you know, Norte has like, you know, we've been positive and and really trying to stay true to our mission and really trying to elevate others voices. So it's less about Ty and Norte's agenda than it is about. You know, talking about what makes this town better and, you know, being, you know, kids safely to f- freely roam their neighborhood. I mean, and, and infrastructure to support that is, yeah. that resonates with lots of people. There's some people who hate uh, having a sidewalk going to Traverse Heights Elementary, right? But I think they're in the minority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, and I'm, I'm there are people who hate having a absolutely. sidewalk? I mean, I absolutely. Absolutely. I think the internet has taught people us anything. too loud. Or? I don't know. I don't know. But like, we don't need it. <laughs> I don't steps. want it. I can't yeah. sleep. You know, it's change. Um, ah, you know. Yeah. And 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 you know, I, I, I that was a wake up call to me too. Like, who is against kids walking <laughs> yeah. in school? Yeah. Those those people exist. Well, like I said, I think if the internet has taught us anything, there is always going to be somebody that has a problem with anything. Yeah. yeah. And it's just if you go to any comment section of anything, if you want to 
if you want to abuse yourself like that, you, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Anytime there's a Norte story in the ticker, I do not read the comments. Oh, no. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's smart. That's super smart. Um, oh, man. But, you know, again, we, we we're lucky to have a, a, a broad and diverse um, group of awesome yeah. people. And, and that that movement, that those people who can then speak up on behalf of these issues, so it's not, again, Norte, you know, here comes Norte again. But it's really, yeah. like, the, these people who believe in these values. And it's, I think, like, we're, we got a $2 million infrastructure grant coming in next summer. And I think nice. that, that's the story we're ready to tell. Like, this, this, little, this little nonprofit... Kids on bikes now really, you know, transforming this 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 infrastructure that's forever. Yeah. I mean, not ever, but hundreds of years. Yeah. So that when I'm long gone, I think we can look back and like, man, there's there's 15 miles of sidewalks right there in a, in a community and neighborhood that's been like overlooked for generations. Like yeah. Travis Heights is like, I don't know. I mean, I don't even live in it, but they have a soft place in my heart. Like, what is going on down here? Like, you know, these kids. I don't know, but I'm excited for that. 2020. Sure. Yeah, no sidewalks make a big difference. We live in Grand yeah. Rapids. You know, we live in a newer neighborhood, a suburban neighborhood, but still had sidewalks in the subdivision. Mm-hmm. Really similar to the subdivision we have now, but mm-hmm. we have no sidewalks. It makes a pretty big difference yeah. in how willing you are to go for a walk and, for sure. know, and how open it is rather than otherwise just walking on the shoulder of the road and mm-hmm. that car's hitting improbable speed in our neighborhood. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. scary. Oh, yeah. You're talking about grant writing and then these meetings and stuff. Is, would you consider that probably like the worst part of your job is having to do that? Uh, I, I, that's less than fun. Okay. You know, and now we, uh, you know, we have, um, you know, talking about policy. I got an amazing staff, but uh, you know, with amazing staff, you know, we have a staff of eight core here, but also now our coaches and instructors are considered Norte staff. So managing people, and that's something I didn't even know I was getting myself into. Now is <laughs> I like I like leading. I like you know. Thinking yeah. about strategy and what's next and feeling it. And now, um, so managing, I mean, I love it and I hate it. And I know that's part of it, of, of sure. doing it. Um, oh, yeah, that's funny. I was talking to Philip Wheat yesterday from Cork Mine, and they were kind of going through the same thing. Like, you know, he's like, I got into this because I love, you know, building stuff and doing stuff with my hands. I don't get to do that. I'm, yeah. you know, setting up classes and things. Yeah. Running the organization. Yeah. Like, yep. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, for me, I... I'm just fine not doing it with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> We're all fine. Oh, that's hilarious. I think that, that oh, we were talking about yeah, was you and Mark. I offer to help with quotes. And if I want to get something done really quickly, I just offer to help with it. Yeah, I'll, if it's I'll not going to help with a quote. I'm like, yeah. Mike's threatening to do this quote, guys. So <laughs> we need to get it yeah, done. Right? Oh, yeah. Threatening to help in the shop. No, 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 no. We'll yeah. work Sunday. Well, we got yeah. it. You just say yeah. it. That's, yeah. that's, that's right. That's we funny because I think that happens here now, too. Uh, <laughs> guys going in the database. Yeah. You know, oh, get tied yeah. out of there. But I, I, yeah, I don't ride. People think like you have a bike organization that you ride bikes, and I and I ride bikes very little, and um, so I do a lot of computer tapping. But again, I, I, you know, I again, what a way to make a living. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I mean, I, 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 I'm not complaining. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. No, no, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, where did the name come from? That's a good question because <laughs> I, I grew up in Canada. I do not speak Spanish. Um, uh, it really comes from our roots in in Tucson, um, falling in love with the people, the culture, the food, the desert. Okay. Uh, meeting Johanna there, you know, I got back into bikes there. I mean, that's that's really how I started commuting to work and racing, being competitive. We moved back north, and you know, I remember in thirteen having this conversation. I was like, what are, you know, I don't want to call it like Traverse City Bike Club or Kids on Bikes. You know, I did, you know, and I wanted something abstract. Uh, so we go with the Spanish. I went to a, a French immersion school. 
I grew up in a French immersion school in Dauphin, and and I, and I believe in the, in you know like the power of bilingualism and integrating some of that, and, and I think so. Uh, would I do it again? Probably not. I don't know. I find it somewhat confusing a little bit. It might be a little bit too late now. Um, Half the people up here don't even realize it's Spanish. So. Yeah, I don't. No. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. And three quarters <laughs> pronounce it as Nort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nort or, or Norty. Norty. <laughs> Um, uh, so what's north in French? Uh, French? Nord, it's N O R D, and we thought of that too. You say the that, e? Nord, Nord. 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 Mm-hmm. Nord. Are you fluent in French? I well, you know, it's so embarrassing. I mean, I got, you're a long way from Quebec. I, 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 French, well, you, you know, we, you know, Canada has two Quebec. official what? languages. Quebec, Quebec, Quebec. Yeah, um, but a town of eight thousand people had a French immersion school that was, um, I think, really trans. I mean, it. There are so many positive, I think, for the brain to learn two languages. Oh, yeah. Like my classmates are all successful. I mean, it's. Um, but K to twelve, everything from math, science, social studies, PE in French. Interesting. Hmm. Textbooks in French. Teachers speaking in French. The only English was English class. Oh. And we were all Anglophones. We were all English speakers at home. Hmm. Um, but yeah, and and it's funny because I can't speak a lick of it. Well, if you're not, if you don't do it all and the time, and it's embarrassing, and I hate, and I will go home and I'll see my teachers or my friends, and they'll start, yeah. and they listen Je to the radio. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> I can understand it. I just conjugating yeah. verbs and doing that. I'm like. Yeah. If you, don't, if you don't use it, you lose it with languages. And now I'm trying to, like, I use Duolingo in Spanish every day because uh, Jameson does it, you know, in, in, in middle school. And so I'm trying to be a better, you know, and, and, and to learn some language. And you can see on the pegboard that we have lots of tools and, in both languages. So we're trying to integrate. We're trying to partner with NMC to have some bilingual classes. So um, anyways, we'll yeah. see where that goes. Sure. Uh, you were talking earlier about, you know, it's... Um, Something that obviously you're so passionate about, and now that you're involved in an organization, you don't get to do the thing that you love as much anymore. And mm-hmm. I think, unfortunately, that's a big pattern, not only with nonprofits, but with people that turn any kind of passion into a business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because we used to work with Doug, mm-hmm. who was an amazing woodworker. And this guy builds his own instruments. Uh, what, what kayaks. Kayaks, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. And, you know, we were always like, man, you should do this for a living. And, and he just is like, no, because then it wouldn't be mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a passion anymore. Because then you'd have to worry about, mm-hmm. you know, this job. administration. Or administration. <laughs> you yeah, pay. you mm-hmm. name it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you you see the other side of the of the business and all the, the paperwork and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that also, especially with nonprofits, that the, the passion probably helps get you through mm-hmm. that stuff and the meetings and mm-hmm. you know the policy making and the grant writing and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah and it's and it's fun to learn all the other stuff too you sure. know like I've learned so much um, you know all the little things like accounting you know like I suck I don't even keep a checkbook at home and now you know, <laughs> you know like learning best practice accounting um, you know so it's even though I will never, I will always, you know, I I will probably l- run less programs with kids. I just finished one yesterday at Long Lake, and it's so rewarding. Mm. And I think uh, I will never give that up. I run with one with some special needs kids over here at Oak Park, and like this is why I started this. And 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 I will always find time. I think I can't do it five days a week now, um, but we got amazing staff, you know, that can still take the the mission and the culture of it and. And change lives. I think, like, that, I, I've always thought, you know, bikes can change lives, and, you know, we're trying to do that one kid at a time. So, when it does get real tough with meetings or policy and stuff like that, is there something that 
you fall back on something mental or physical that you go to to help you through it? Outside of beer? No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, sure. It's perfectly we're, acceptable we're, answer. Alcohol. Or as a parent. It's funny. I mean, I've talked to other EDs and they're like, God, I, God I'm drinking more than ever. <laughs> uh, but I always find time. I, I work. I work out. I run and bike every day. And, and again, I find that I, you know, taking care of that, making sure like that, something I will not give up. You know, finding time to to run and, and bike and making sure my family comes first. And sure. And I love the flexibility of this job. You know, I can. You know, I, I mean, I, I miss being at Munson a little bit too. In that, you would go in, and then you would leave. And I, you know, like that was like work, and then oh. yeah, not work. And now it's all the time work. But I have more flexibility, so um, I like that. But one of the things that I think for most people, I would say, uh, that keeps you inspired and uh, motivated through some of the you know necessary, but not necessarily fun tasks, is um, you know the fact that you have a purpose and you're making a meaningful difference mm-hmm. in the world. I mean, that's that's a pretty powerful thing that will uh, you know. Yeah, reading the comments, you know, reading the comments is so heartwarming. People that I don't know, like what, uh, we just asked this question, like, what does Norte mean to you? And people commenting, I'm like, who are these people? Yeah, and they just that just warms your heart, and that sure. like that yeah. just and as we look to take this outside of Traverse City, like people in Kalkaska, hundred people signing up to get involved with Norte there. I'm like, hmm. mm-hmm. that's a good start. Well, that's it's a, a great. Really good that's start. why, and I'm like, why are we doing this? You know, this is hard. <laughs> you know, but I think that... I think they all heard there's a bike trail right from there to Traverse City. Try and take it one sometime yeah. other than the last week, first weekend in November. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, we start in October. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? We start riding in October. Yeah. No, it's rewarding work. And, and every day, you know, I think we're, we all were reminded of that. You know, that can be a slog sometimes. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's great work. So what other expansion plans does Norte have? Well, like from, you know, we just, you know, we, Norte now has a strategic plan. Okay. You know, which is something new. And like, what does the next three to five years look like? You know, what does winning look like? How can we impact more kids, you know, um, you know, help other communities, help other schools? And that's what we lead with is um, how can we help? And the schools have zero time for this stuff. You know, they're overworked and underpaid. You know, a lot of the municipalities are dropping their planners and, you know, so they need help with walkability. Um, and same thing with businesses. So we've just launched this new business champion program to help them, you know, again, you know, with the private sector leading, like as far as, you know, access and, and helping their employees, you know, commute to work. Um, so that, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, I don't, we try not to use the word expansion because okay. it's like taking over, um, but really like how can we just serve. It's more of an infiltration. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say infiltration. Yeah, yeah, right. Infiltrate. We're not really trying to. Totally. <laughs> Outreach and having other partner communities. Okay. Having other partner schools. And that that isn't, again, Ty and Norte from Traverse City coming to Sutton's Bay. But, you know, what fits best, you know, in the context of this town that also has an dot highway running through it, you know, and I look at our successes like on the parkway, like that light has been a, like a long time coming for years, you know, and we pushed and pushed and pushed. And I think we can take that same type of advocacy to other towns. Like, I don't know if you've been to Kalkaska, but you oh, yeah. cannot cross 131. Or 72. No. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like, the, it's like an island and there's the library in the neighborhood on one side and the schools on the other. And there's no way to cross. And that just, I just find that mind boggling. And I can't wait to help them fix that before I die. 
Sure. We'll see. Yeah. They're gonna, I mean, I don't know if that's realistic or not, but I want to try. Yeah, that's a... You know, it's interesting. We had the conversations about US 31 at work, and they're doing the project. And then my cousin is the um, yeah. pedestrian bicycle coordinator for the state of Michigan. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, with the Department of Transportation. Smart so, dude. Yeah, yeah, smart dude. And, and he was really helpful in that process. But you get a lot of insight. I mean, MDOT is the Department of Transportation. Um, includes, you know, I'm not sure who else besides my cousin there is focused on pedestrian bicycle, but it ain't many. Yeah. The rest of them are all focused because it is. Yeah. I mean, it's moving uh, cars. cars but, and moving them uh, quickly. Moving them, and moving them quickly, mm-hmm. yes. But you see how, now there, you know, there's some legitimate roadblocks to that, but then when you take a look, I mean, Chump's Corner is what a similar yeah. is, is oh, scope yeah. of the problem mm-hmm. to Kalkaska. I mean, and you've got a substantial number of neighborhoods um, out there, you know, uh, Mm-hmm. And Grand and mm-hmm. and south of Traverse City that need to get to Traverse City, which is not an insurmountable distance distance by right. any means. No, right. no. Yeah, um, the distance by is problems. Yeah, I mean, you know, even riding the bike to work. I mean, I do it that basically maybe well, a couple a of days other ways, yeah. but the one mm-hmm. week the bike mm-hmm. to work week. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of terrifying yeah. going down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going 30, down thirty-one. East, well, thirty-one. I just have to cross it. That oh, was for you. Yeah, yeah. Like for Travis. Oh no, I'm Travis again. I ride down, down train tracks, That's so right. I don't have to. I come down train way. tracks mm-hmm. and jump a fence and go through the field up to the back side of the shop, so I don't have to go down thirty-one <laughs> yeah. to ride. Yeah, yeah but you know, I go down East Silver Lake. I mean, right there on it wasn't on East Silver Lake, but not far that. Uh, um, the Silver Pines there. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. guy got hit and killed mm-hmm. on his bike right. there a year ago. Right. Yeah, so it's a it's a it's a tricky thing, and I and I've learned to be patient. You know, like this. Yeah. You know, and I used to be like, what the hell? You know, let's yeah. you know, come on, yeah. man. What's people are dying, and yeah. uh, and again, it was like a big wake up call that you know, like government moves slow, but they you can they can be influenced. And, and yeah, my, absolutely. And, I, you do, and you just have to speak up and participate. And, and keep showing up. Yep. You know, like yeah. I look at, you also came, remember you also came, Mike, to East Bay Township. All those those meetings we did in 17, and that is still moving forward. You know, so like the Land Conservancy bought a bunch of land to extend oh, yeah, the three-mile yeah, right, trail. Three mile right there. Right, right so yeah. land is being purchased. Designs are in the works. So there's an idea of like continuously just keep showing up. And it's not one guy or you know one organization that it's just I think ordinary people, especially when they're residents or live or work there or raising a family there, you know. And anyways, so yeah. we, there's some things no, that, that I think that we can too, celebrate. They're working on expanding the Buffalo Ridge Trail up to try and connect the neighborhoods and eventually the Silver Lake Park, which is a really nice park. Right? Oh yeah, it's a really nice park. It's a great up park in, up in Garfield Township to, to get up there. It's a great dog park. Um, yeah. Yes. You know the Buffalo Ridge Trail comes up pretty close behind the Y now, but yeah. you got—I mean that—then it's done. That section, yeah. of, I climbed 300 vertical feet up Wyatt Hill right. <laughs> to avoid running that section of yeah, um, totally sketchy of yeah. West Silver Lake Road because there's—I no, mean that's—you got six inches from I've the been white there, line. Man. I've been yeah. there. Six inches from that white line. I ran out to six, Silver Lake Elementary. Six foot terrifying. Ditch on the other side, and I mean, you know, most yeah. people aren't texting or anything. Well, we almost got. Killed on the way here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White yeah, pickup. The white pickup drifting over into the turn lane. We're in the left turn lane. My worst nightmare, right? My yeah. worst nightmare. I try not to think about it, but yeah, those risks are real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. anyway, that they're doing to that, and you know, so we went, and they had a great turnout at Garfield Township for the planning meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with Tart and the township, mm-hmm. um, lots of discussions on how to do it, and then you know, follow up. Um, you know, even in our neighborhood, which is largely affected, and luckily. Mm-hmm. It, uh, Involves our neighborhood and Stone Ridge, which Brad Hockstetler is uh, yep. 
Um, yeah. He's the whatever association president, yeah. so that's yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, getting a, a different perspective makes all the difference. You know, now, you know, before, of course, if you don't really understand how government works, even on the local level, it's like, what's the problem? Why is it taking so long to get anything done? Right. But then, you know, if you start going to the meetings and see, not only does it give you a different perspective so you're not stressed out as much, but you can also kind of tailor your strategy right. to you know get stuff accomplished right. this year. Or understand the reality that you're facing and right. make the changes that you can. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. Because the way we used to do it was not I mean, we were just like stirring the pot, know, And now we come with like how can we help? You know, like yeah. what how can we help, you know, make this happen. Right. And I think like the more I learn about you know, anything, it's it's always more complicated than it seems. Yeah. And I'll get in discussions with people, for example, for like the weather. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'd say I get the, the punchline is weatherman's always wrong. It's like, yeah, but if you really look at it and how complicated it is. Right. And how they try to predict and what they do predict, it's like, you're really upset that they predicted 10 inches and you got eight. Yeah. That makes them like, yeah. you can't trust them. It's like, oh, that's pretty damn good. I don't know. Complicated stuff. It's super complicated. <laughs> Governments, yeah. meteorology. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff. And I mean, it's with any subject. Human behavior. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I love it. I get to learn, I, you know, what, what more can you ask for? I get to learn stuff every day and mm-hmm. usually meet some awesome people. Yeah. Usually. 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 <laughs> and then there's podcasts. <laughs> and then you got, yeah, you and then there's podcasts. And then there's self-important jerks that come <laughs> by and ask me a bunch of questions. <laughs> At the clubhouse, you know, I mean, I just, this place is decked out with Great Lakes stainless stuff, up top bike stuff, and the same with the wheelhouse, you know, and, and mm-hmm. we're uh, fortunate, you know. To, well, tell us about some uh, Norte programs. Oh, we have so many things. I mean, right. so we have after school mountain bike program, 182 kids, largest youth mountain bike team in the state of Michigan, which Probably is some of the fastest kids. Wait till you the see these guys. Well. They're, they're only insane. getting, they're only getting faster. Yeah. It's, uh, but then we have to have a, what we call the Bike Moss Project that's school-based. So we are at 22 area schools teaching more like how not to get killed getting around your neighborhood. Sure. You know, like this, the, the urban bike safety skills. Mm-hmm. We do a balanced bike program in the schools with preschoolers, three or four-year-olds. That's our foot in the door with the schools. So they drink the Kool-Aid, so to speak, that we start them really early. And then we nurture them uh, to high school where we have a, like a youth leadership council where... We're trying to really empower these kids to, again, learn how government works, learn how things happen, learn how to have a voice and how to kind of, uh, in, you know, impact change. Kids are hard to talk to. Oh, you look at what, like, Greta Thunberg's doing and, mm-hmm. did I say that right? Greta? Mm-hmm. Greta Thunberg. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but I think the same model of, like, we've tried the whole bureaucracy thing here in yeah. this town, like, big institutions trying to impact change, and we're trying to flip that upside down and just have... You know, some grassroots advocacy. Yeah. Well, that, that's so important because I think there's for a long time, and I think it's starting to shift that uh, the younger generation in general has not felt um, that they could be involved. They mm-hmm. haven't felt empowered to get involved and make a difference. Mm-hmm. And to start at that young age, like you guys are doing, saying, "No, you guys do have a voice, yeah. and if you approach it this way, it will be heard." Yeah. You know, but I think for decades now, it's just like kids are meant to be seen and not heard you know let the old people run everything and that's just you know it doesn't make sense and this is not how it should work so that's that's really got some great kids i mean they're they're in high school they're still engaged they show up to meetings they're 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 willing to learn and we just started this new you know explore your neighborhood shape your community program where they actually seeing how things happen what are the challenges what are the opportunities and i can't wait to bring them to like a city commission or county commission Uh, meeting and 
um, you know, go after something big, you know, to, to make this town better. Yeah, I mean, because they're such a large part of the population, I think people dismiss youth because they're young. It's like, well, they don't have the, the, um, the judgment or the knowledge or the experience. And it's like, well, I, I'm trying to remember. I, I heard about a study, a series of studies that showed that, oh, God, what was it? Like, it, judgment actually is pretty advanced at a young age. It's emotional control that's right. not. Right. And so I think people mistake that. They're like, oh, like, they got a temper, so I can't trust their judgment or something. But it actually was shown that like, by the mid-teens, kids really actually have pretty decent judgment, mm. but they don't have the experience, they don't have the emotional control yeah. to necessarily make the that. right decisions. You know, and, and I think it just shifts in your mind of what kids are capable sure. of. And I think by just starting there... Even on the bikes, like we got first and second graders that like bike nine, twelve miles, and I'm like, when we started this, I was like, let's just have them bike a couple miles. I'm like, dang it, this kid, like, and so it kind of shifts your mind about what kids are capable of, and being open-minded and curious about that, and um, and just being able to pivot quickly and, and help facilitate that and nurture them. Yeah, I mean, I got eight-year-old twins, and it makes me wonder sometimes. It's like, does our culture? Suppress. Yes, it does. Okay. <laughs> I mean, sure. yes, it does. I yeah. mean, yeah, and I think like that's part of the problem, right? right. Like now, I, I without problem. being, See, you don't, I mean, you just don't. Kids don't go outside and play. Yeah. Like they used to either. Oh, so getting them outside. The technology and, you know, now. Yeah. yeah. Well, technology just the attitudes have changed. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I disappear for mm-hmm. hours. I, you know, oh, man. Man. Out in the woods? Oh, yeah. Head out in the swamp, yeah. burning burn anything we could find. Yeah. And <laughs> Don't come exactly. back until dinner time. Plastic parts. Yeah, exactly. Be gone. Now, you know, I mean, we got this, like, it's this little pocket of woods in there, but, you know, Mandy's mm-hmm. like, she can't see the kids. She's, you know, where I'm like, this. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, and, that, and that's just kind of the, unfortunately, kind of the attitude. But it's been really nice with the, mm-hmm. you know, with biking, um, not just to get Carter used to it, but, I mean, it's not a bad, I mean, especially from our end of town, it's a super easy bike. It's like mm-hmm. climbing the hill back up. That's a little more intimidating. <laughs> but, uh, mm-hmm. but you know, I, well, we had a soccer game the other night, and I just needed to get some time on the bike. So I I biked down there with Solomon. So we just left we left the house, went off, took the cow trail, and he biked all the way out to the, the Coast Guard soccer fields. Wow. And we turn around and leave, but I made it back home. And it, but I mean, granted, I'm really fast. Like, <laughs> you, are, you sure are. I'm like, sure. <laughs> exactly. See, yes. I think every right. other podcast, <laughs> yeah. one of us goes, "Sure thing, boss." <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I was able to make it home from the Coast Guard soccer fields all the way through. Where by the time yeah. uh, Mandy got there, there you go. You know, yeah, yeah. tailwind, baby. Tell me. Yeah. And what was I mean, I didn't feel any compared to anyone, right? Yeah. My carbon footprint was pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a lot of that Right? Was, uh, spewing the same amount of CO2 as a <laughs> suburban, but... <laughs> yeah. I love those stories, because what's capable, and what are, what are dads capable of, or, you know, grandmas, and mm-hmm. and I think when people see that, I think that, that just makes them question how they, how themselves get around, and, yeah. you know, what's important to them, and... I don't. I try not to preach or judge about what families do or don't do, though. Right. Like that's what we don't like. But I do try to change the mindset of what what independence and confidence can do to kids, and give them the opportunity to make some mistakes, you know, and, and take some risks. You know, we we what Norty does, we we try to manage our risk, you know. And but I think there is so many positives that come out of that. That we're not just riding around bikes in circles in the parking lot doing bike rodeos. Like when I started this, I'm like, we are not doing bike rodeos. 
Um, what is a bike rodeo? That's where they set up like cones and shit in like parking lot and make them zigzag. <laughs> oh, I've never heard of that. Yeah. yeah. That's what we don't know. It's it not a been, thing. It would have been, it would be a lot more better if you also had an adult going around with a rope trying to lasso. <laughs> now that's a bike rodeo I can get into. What's, a, what's a bike? Midget in a clown costume. Midget, oh, so what's a, a bike rodeo clown? Rodeo clown. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, I, I think like, and then when mom sees that, you know, her kids can be smart, that her kids can be safe, that they're making good choices, yeah. that everybody's looking out for each other, like that's the other thing too, like it's not just our kids, but it's our neighborhood kids, it's the kids we don't know, like that we're going to put the phone down in the car, you know, that yeah. we're going to we're gonna keep our, you know, paying attention on the road and expect to see 10-year-olds uh, walk into the library. Or bike into the soccer field, yeah. you know. And when we get there, I think that's what success looks like. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, is the climate any part of Norte's motivation? It is a little bit. You know, okay. I think it's something that you know we after the health angle. But I'll tell you, like transportation, number one greenhouse gas emitter sector, yeah. and and, and bikes, bikes just talking about emissions. But you know, bicycles are a solution. You know, and sure. as we talk about automation and electric cars and this, you know, it's, I think it's a missed opportunity. Uh, to not design around bikes and you know electric bikes game changer you know yep. I think you know the technology is phenomenal Traverse City potentially getting a bike sharing that next summer so getting cars out of the core um, yeah there's a my sister yeah. went to Finland mm -hmm. I think and they are just phenomenal I mean like yeah yeah they have made such a transition to everybody I mean everybody bikes in yeah. you hardly Hardly anybody. Yeah. Holland is like that too. I've heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they say. I mean, just bikes. For we miles, just make it too easy. I and mean, then again, I'm not anti-car, but we just make it so easy to drive. You know, gas is cheap, parking is cheap. Uh, we get through our towns quickly. Yeah. You know, well, it's, one it's, one thing though, you got to be careful when we compare ourselves. I mean, there's some a basis in reality for that because when you're looking at Europe, you don't realize. You think all these countries, you don't realize how compact they are. Yeah. I mean, I, I drove four hours from Detroit. I mean, it takes, it takes 10 to 12 hours for us to drive in our, just our state from, yeah, you know, right. yeah. if you want to go yeah. from Mishpeming to, distances to um, you know, Monroe, yeah. that's a 12-hour drive. Mm -hmm. You're three-quarters away across Europe, depending yeah. on how yeah. it goes through the, yeah, I mean, you know, so, the, yeah. so there is some, you know. Yeah, yeah. Even um, like riding from out, like where you and I live to mm -hmm. the shop, it's not a bad ride. It's like 12 miles from my house. Sure. That's mm -hmm. not a bad ride at all. No. Mm -hmm. It's just... You know, how to get there? How to get there? Yeah. You know the ro the roads you're traveling on are not great for riding no. bikes. Mm -hmm. yeah, you're talking about driving across the state. I'm from Virginia. Most people don't know that the western tip of Virginia is further west than Detroit. Mm. It's a long state, and yeah. it takes about seven hours to go across that whole state. Mm. But yeah, like you said, that's what three, four, five countries in Europe. Mm -hmm. Seven hours. So, oh, go ahead. No. Okay. You go ahead. I'll go ahead. You want me to go? There we go. Yeah, really. That was no? that was one thing I saw on Letter Kenny that was pretty funny. They had a whole clip of everybody like going talk at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um, is it, it's Wayne and um, McMurray. McMurray. McMurray's a piece of shit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. Gotta watch that show. They all trying to say. Yeah, because yeah, the, the want to check it out. Oh yeah, I'm gonna check it out. The the greeting is always how are you now? Then the response is not so bad. You not so bad. And then, but the two characters will always try to talk at the same time. So yeah. you know, how I not so uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's you gotta kind of watch it. It's, it's good. So kind of as a wrapping up, how do people? Uh, get a hold of Norte. How do they donate? Where are the pathways? Well, they just go to the Google, type in N-O-R-T-E, and uh, can look for us on the interweb. 
Okay. And, and we all do all the social things. Um, all right. To, and if you want to pick up the telephone, you can always call the clubhouse. Sure. And, or just stop by. We're open 9 to 5 weekdays here at the beautiful Grand Traverse County Civic Center, mm-hmm. which is Traverse City's one of Traverse City's finest parks. Oh, yeah. I didn't really mention that. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and we're we're it's here. Part of, I've seen the lease as part of his lease. He's got to announce that part of it. <laughs> at least twice a, least twice a month. And yeah, I love yeah, the Grand Traverse yeah, County <laughs> Parks Commission. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the best. Clause paragraph paragraph thirteen, clause B. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, one, you're one mention short in June. Yeah. Home park pride, baby. <laughs> <laughs> tell a story about tell a, tell a heartwarming story about you inside my Grand Traverse County Park. Oh, I'm not supposed to read that. Oh, that story. Uh, um, is there any uh, specific need that Norte has right now that you'd like to get out? Well, I mean, I think like any nonprofit, we thrive on time and money. You know, sure. so if, if you have an hour to give, um, you know, we have a million opportunities to plug in. Whether you're good with kids or good with wrenches, or just want to help tap the computer screen here at the clubhouse, uh, we would love to have you. You know, we just we just had 300 volunteers that we were just doing a report. Like that's nuts. I mean, for us, I mean, we're wow. tiny, but 300 individual people donating time. And if you want to donate money, that's that's obviously awesome too. You know, we it is the it is the fuel that makes the work go. Uh, you know, we we, we we funded scholarships and opportunities so every kid, no matter if they have a bike or a helmet or, or opportunity to pay, get in and can participate, whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Thank you, GLS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no problem. Thanks. All right, thanks so much. Yeah, all right, all right. Yeah. good. Awesome thanks stuff. for on-site locations. Sure, yeah, all that's right. hosting us. All the yeah. little dings and whistles here. Yeah, man, like it's busy get out of that day. truck, that wind. I mean, you can hear it out here. Yeah. Now. It's just howling. Yeah. We'll be what were you saying, there. like up to 10 footers out on Lake Michigan? Yeah, five it's to nuts. 10 foot waves coming it's in. It's nuts. <laughs> All right. Great white north, man. Very good. Well, we'll get the surfboards out. I'll see you on the... I'll probably, are you going to be at Swing Shift on Friday yeah. night? Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you for doing Oh, it's yeah. uh, Spark in the Darks. Well, Norte's doing it too. Swingship Norte. Oh, is that? Yeah, that's Fridays. Yeah, a bunch of nonprofits. I think Sparks is next. Sparks in November. There's another great nonprofit. I mean, I'll just say. Yeah, we had her on. Yeah, we had her on the time before. Yeah, people connecting to people. Yeah. Asking for what they have, you know, giving what they have, you know, I think, or asking what they need. Yeah, it seems what they have. And then, yeah, that was, I really like that. It's, uh, Getting all that data, so yes. you could have actually hard data on what are all these. You know, that's a really valuable part of it, and then connect all these different nonprofits yes. and be able to do that. Like you said, I mean, that's a. There are all these people doing all these different good like things. There's technology for good, like that yeah. leveraging yes. technology to do good, I, yeah. and I love that. You know, and then I, I think it's cool. I love it. Yeah, so yeah, I agree with you. It's like it's for other nonprofits to be able to use their data, because Spark in the Dark is not focus but like goodwill has a narrow focus women's resources has a narrow focus and so if they see a pattern something in the data that tells them this person needs a home or this yeah. person is not safe at home yeah it's like hey you know yeah. check this out that's yeah. oh, it's great so, yeah it's good to see a, a network like that in this area totally. yeah. each other out, so. amazing stuff yeah all right thanks guys all right.